0: What's up? What's Gucci? Everybody, back at it again with another banger. This is your host Justin. What up, everybody? It's Luis. Uh, thank you for tuning in to episode five
1: of In the Mind of Gen Z.
2: Thank you for tuning in another day, you fucking pervert. don't worry, we're off the we're off the radar. We're incognito. Just how you guys like it? Hell yeah! What do we got today, boys? All right, our first topic is
1: dealing and overcoming heartbreak. And the second one we will be talking to him, talking about is growing up in a minority culture and how it has been
0: Americanized. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, sorry, we're dropping a little late. We are in the process of getting a, a day where we drop consistently. But um, we're thinking about Wednesday. We're a little bit everywhere right now because we got a lot of things planned. But after we get all that.
2: We'll be good. We'll Scheduling be consistent. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> we'll be <laughs> organized. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shoot for Wednesdays. We're shooting for Wednesdays. Everyone's schedule is just so busy.
2: Yeah. So Wednesday, expect it. Yeah. Put it on your map. <laughs> Put it on your calendar. <laughs> Put it everywhere. Anywhere. All right. Heartbreak it. <sighs> hit us. Awesome. Mr. Sad Boy himself.
0: No, 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 no. Don't it's, give me that name because that's what people are starting to group. It's the love doctor, has, yeah. bro. <laughs> bro. You're <laughs> legit like the <laughs> biggest sad boy in the group. Fuck you! Don't ever say that shit, dog. <laughs> legit. He's a love nah, doctor, bro. bro there's yeah. D Boy. There's fucking D Boy. Throwing out names. <laughs> hey, yeah. other ones, It's not his real name, name. It's kinda? okay.
1: Oh yeah, D Boy. Yeah. Well, for us, it's his real name. <laughs> <laughs> for us, yeah. yeah. D Boy from Zeus Drive. <laughs>
0: Anyways. <laughs> anyways, anyways um back to the first topic um dealing and overcoming heartbreak. Um I guess we can just talk about heartbreak in general. I've only been I think heartbroken twice if I'm being realistic. Those are
2: rookie numbers. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, there's just sometimes uh where heartbreak actually hits you and you're like, "Fuck, that actually hurt." Like, I don't want to do anything. That's what I consider a heartbreak. Yeah. So, my number's too. But, um, for overcoming it, there was, like, a girl, like I said, I was talking about in the first episode, if you haven't listened to it, stop this one and go through that one. But, uh, basically... I got over that one, but that was that shit was rough. That was ongoing for like 7 since high school, like 7 years. But in general, it just didn't work out, even no matter like how hard we tried. Yeah. Um it, it sucks because you put in all this effort and all this hard work and you you really do think you're going to have a future with somebody and then uh, it just you know, it just doesn't work out. I don't yeah. know why it doesn't work out, but it doesn't work out. And you just have to kind of deal with it and then kind of the only way i dealt with those two heartbreaks that i actually had hardcore drugs <laughs> <laughs> no i would never i don't do drugs bro. come on. <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> dare. But,
0: but uh more elaborating on that um the way that i kind of uh cope with it is i shut off everything all the platforms social media i just stay off of everything because i can't really deal with that type of stuff and seeing uh because let's be real, I don't know about you guys, but when you're dealing with like a heartbreak, I feel like that other person you're talking to or you yourself, you like to push shit just to see that if they see it first, just so that they, you know, oh I'm still thinking about you, or you know, are you still thinking about me, or just like, you know, <laughs> so I can't do that So I had to freaking turn off everything. Mm-hmm. I hit the gym, just like most boys do, but um, that's that's therapeutic for me, bro. I love it. And I just I try to close out the world so I can uh, find myself for a little bit.
2: Hey, do you ever feel like uh, you get, like, inspiration when you're really fucking sad about something?
0: Uh, I feel like that's when my brain works the most. And I'm more of a right-side brain, the creative side and all that stuff. But uh, when I'm sad... <laughs> Which is not all the time, okay, guys. Don't make it look like it's all the time. But when I'm sad, I don't know. Hey, leave Justin alone, bro. Dog. What was it? Everything starts flowing to me a lot better. I feel like uh, no. whether I'm editing or doing this uh, type of stuff, everything just it opens up for me.
2: Yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was like in a really sad spot like that inspiration to like write i don't even i don't even You're write bro right. i write for like classes and stuff but mm-hmm. like the inspiration to write something out really got to me and like trying to be creative and um letting it out in some sort of way and i had like there's something me and my my girl talked about recently she's yeah. like because when we split up she like started like dancing mm-hmm. um with like a group and she started like writing and she had all these <laughs> things like going on and then me like i got like a fitness coach started hitting the gym pretty hard yeah started going out rock climbing mountain biking and all that and we just had all these things going on it seems like we're making like our most most of our progress during that time when we were at our lowest yeah Mm -hmm. and then you know we got back together and then recently we're having a conversation We're like like damn we can't slow down Mm -hmm. that process because we're getting like too comfortable you know being around each other yeah you know and and but at the same time like our personal uh, personal lives are taking a toll because we're so um almost like wrapped up around each other yeah yeah you know and it seems cool to like it's it's weird it's just like a it's almost like you fall into like this coma where it's like it's cool like of of complacency and everything's chill but i feel you on the breakup on a breakup thing uh i went through it last summer or fall i think we know (laughs) (laughs) we were there
0: for it Mm -hmm. thank you squad
1: yeah i've never seen pond so depressed so
0: depressed never I didn't even want to hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, that shit was through my own causing, though. It, it's kind of weird, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, girls, for some reason, you go out with a girl for like two months, from my experience, and they instantly know what they want. They want to spend the rest of your, their lives with you, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and then I feel like guys, from my experience, guys are kind of like, I don't know, kind of like want to test Waters. See what's around, you know, and then most guys I know don't want to get married until like late twenties, early thirties. Is what I've heard. Yeah. So yeah. it's just it's a lot of pressure when you're in that situation where you don't wanna you don't want to feel like you're saddled down yeah forever, but you but you absolutely love this person, uh-huh. and it's kind of it's like this what do they call it cognitive dissonance? You're kind of like weirded out about the whole situation. You don't know how to react. So um yeah that happened and i i get i broke up or i um engaged on it or whatever and then a few months went by and that was good bro life was good i was a single man and i was just doing everything i could yeah as a single person it was very lonely though. i was like god mm-hmm. damn it's sunday i'm just kicking it by myself
0: <laughs> like tired of all your yeah. friends <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're hungover and shit the party last night was lit you wake up hungover and you're sad because there's no one there to cuddle you Yeah. <laughs> but yeah and then like the fifth month came around and then I was it was weird like it just all uh, hit me I was like what the fuck like, like damn like I thought it was going to be cool like fucking partying and like being a bachelor but now I really miss this person that I was with
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it was weird because for the girl at least from what I heard like from her experience and from like this podcast that I watched is that uh, a lot of girls will go through like the really bad phase of the breakup the first few months and then the guy gets the, that really bad phase of the breakup later on five months yeah, and yeah, on right. uh, which is a trip bro <clears throat> it was such a trip yeah cause like it's weird cause once I broke up with her and then like I had to like put my pride down in my like just push it down somewhere bro and it took me talking to a lot of people to like actually talk to her and shit uh-huh. but yeah how about you Luigi did you get heartbroken
1: heartbroken first first ever time we getting getting heartbroken was 8th <laughs> grade it was like one of those junior high kind of things like you talk to a girl and like she kind of like nothing happened between me and her like it was like we talked day and night and in the end she ended up dating somebody else but she only dated for like, the, the guy for like well the kid back in that day well for like a, a day or two and then they broke up and I was like no, nah, I'm not even gonna talk to you again like you
2: dated that guy when you, you
1: were talking oh, kind of uh, but yeah she'd already kind of like
2: that happened to me too
1: yeah <laughs> but then again, like recently, same thing happened to me. Like I dated uh, this person for about almost three years, broke up with her, and mine was the six months. Like the first couple of months, like yeah, I'm seeing you <coughs> woman do all this and that, this and yeah. that, this and that. You do it, and then yeah. like, mine's like <laughs> I said, like the six month. That's when it hit me. I was like, oh. like, <laughs> like miss this person. And <laughs> like you know, like I like I started like doing all these things differently. I'm like, oh, so, like try to get her back, and then like Pon said, you just you know you do stuff that you've never done before like to try to get this person back yeah well we got back but it didn't work out at the end like we were on and off for a year um, and she kind of broke it off in the end she like hey it's not gonna work and I wasn't heartbroken just cause like that's when I started hitting the gym more I started like doing journals like the, keeping a journal like writing stuff out letting it all out you know I think I talked about this on the re- last podcast but it, all that stuff did help and then But yeah,
0: so heartbreak. Yeah. I think a little bit more like elaborating on that. The, the five months thing is, it's, it's, it's true. (laughs) It's five, six months. It's in our biology. um, Can't get mad at us. We, we make mistakes, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you either are going to fix it or you're going to just leave it on how it is. So (laughs) (laughs) that being said, uh, what do you guys
2: think about that, though? Like, the whole, like, uh, I don't know, like, girls being so sure about what they want, like, the first few months. Of you, you.
0: you know, I think the first few months, bro, I don't think that you can know what you want until you've been with someone for, honestly, I would say, like, a year to seven, not seven months, maybe. But how can you be so sure about loving somebody if... You've only been with them for a short amount of time. I mean, yeah, people's like, oh, I have that love connection. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I feel it between us. But I've I've had that connection with one other person. But at the end of it, you know, there's problems that I had to work on because I'm not going to lie, it's, it's not all her fault. But it's my fault as well. And sometimes you have to lower your pride. And you have to just say, it was me. It was me. I was I was the toxic one at this time because I'm not sure about a girl. I want to keep going and she keep trying and see, you know, maybe there's a little better or maybe I can do this a little better. And then that's when I feel like when we're doing all that stuff and we're partying and we're having a good time. And we're, you know, going through those five months and those girls are broken and mad over us and they finally get over us. And then we're like, you know, this party life isn't it anymore. I miss them. That was me. It's like, and you realize that you were the fuck up and you need to just take action for it. And just realize that, um, you know, if you love somebody, you got to make it work.
1: I, I also think it depends on the person. Like you said, like well, like the girl, you know, you said it's two months. Because like for me, like in my case, in my experience, like uh, the person I did it for three years, like it took her like, I think more than two months to actually like, because of her past. Her past really affected her.
2: What do you mean? To, like two months to feel the effect? Or no, two no. Like cause you know
1: how you said it's, it's like the girls, it's like two months for them to well, know.
2: I just know it's like the first. Wait, sorry, go ahead. Oh, like a, for, you're talking about about when they first start dating.
1: No, like you know how you said that for girls, it's like in the first two months of dating, they know they would they want to stay with that person, like marry that person, right? Is that what you meant?
2: Yeah. Well, from what I've seen. And heard for the most part, yeah. The woman is like yeah. usually the one that knows what it, she wants yeah. first. Yeah, know, not, not, not not exactly all, two months. All, yeah. yeah, not exactly two months, but definitely the time, before the, the guy. They're yeah. Like,
1: they're the, yeah, they're the ones before the guy. But yeah, no, I agree with that. Why,
2: why do you
0: think that is though? Because that's where I don't
2: know, bro. I have a theory. Yeah, <laughs> what's your a, theory? It's
0: uh,
2: it's actually uh, it's a it's a theory in anthropology, and uh, uh, basically the theory in in chimps and in uh, primates is that. The woman will latch on. Like, if you're a in, in a gorilla species, <clears throat> the woman will latch on to the alpha uh, gorilla male mm-hmm. for security. Because yeah. there's one uh, alpha male gorilla, and he will secure the perimeter, uh-huh. and keeps the household down, and he has like seven. They usually have like seven to ten like female um, gorillas, and uh, and it kind of goes along with like. Um, the whole theory of like, or not a theory, but like you know, just like the stereotype that like women are like money, uh, what is it, money diggers or gold, gold diggers, gold diggers. Um, and not exactly like in a bad way, you know, but uh, I think that women definitely look for that security in a guy, and that's kind of like their foundation on whether they want to stay with this person. Um, so I don't, I don't think. I mean, it's different case by case base, you know, but I think for the majority, like that's, that's probably one of the bigger things for women is like having that security. Um, And it is for, um, for primates at least. And then the male, his whole thing is to keep his perimeter, but keep on growing his tribe. Right. Yeah. So he gathers more females into his big pimping. Yeah. Into his (laughs) drive. And he just has like all these kids and it's a whole, it's a thing about legacy. Like he just wants all these, um, little baby hymns. running around and that's like his legacy so i think it's just i think we're just wired differently you know a female and a male female and male primates you know mm-hmm. and i'm not saying we're exactly like primates but like uh we definitely have like some of the same qualities same. and you can see it in our culture you know people don't like to talk about it because it's kind of taboo yeah but you can kind of see it you know you don't have to uh-huh. close your eyes to it so i think that's what it is
0: it's just like yeah. different wiring i think overcoming in in general is a uh, everyone's a little bit different at um it's a little weird to me like i see i don't know if you guys see it as well but when someone's dealing with like a breakup or something do you kind of see them like glow up like they start doing this start pumping start you know they just look like better than what they were at the relationship because um I, I just see it all the time, and it's weird because I feel like that's what you're supposed to do together, right? You guys always say that, oh, we're in a relationship, and I one day I hope that we're able to grow with each other. But then you kind of look at it, and you go, wow, I felt like maybe in the relationship I was getting held back or someone was getting held back because look at us now. You go to the gym, you start getting bigger, and or you know, you start hitting the books, you get smarter, whatever your cup of tea is, you just feel like um it's different, which is weird to me because I feel like when you overcome something, they, they glow up. They glow up in all these different aspects. I, I seen it for myself. I Like I said, I was like, oh, oh you, we're not talking anymore? Okay, well, I'm gonna hit the gym, slim out, I'm gonna get a little bigger. I hope I see you one day so you can say you fucked up. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's trying to glove them. Yeah, he's trying to show him it's, off. It's, it's just to to be honest. that yeah. At the end of the day, when we're in a heartbreak, either if we did it or not, we're hoping, in the back of our head, that we see them again, just to say you fucked up.
1: Like you said earlier, like we get too comfortable with this person. And sometimes when you get too comfortable with this person. You are just kind of like, ah, oh, like, oh, they don't care if I like, yeah, yeah, if I'm fit or if uh-huh. I'm like active or not, or if, if I'm, I'm doing with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you, I feel you get too comfortable, and like when the, the heartbreak, you know, that door closed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people, like you know, once that door closes, it's time to move forward. Because sometimes people like, they won't move unless circumstances make a move. And I feel like that's right. what heartbreak gets to do. Yeah, like, if that circumstance comes. And you're like, all right, I need to move. Because oh, I've yeah. seen both. Like, what you said, like have you seen people uh, glow up? I've seen both. I've seen people get really depressed and go, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fle. Yeah, for
0: sure. It's like,
1: depression hits them hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they stay there for a while. And I've seen them sometimes like overcome it.
0: Mm-hmm. Or I just see
1: them go straight to the glow up. Because I've seen both of those. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. Like, for me, like, I recently talked to some girl. I was talking to a couple months back and she kind of like told me something about uh the whole uh they called the uh, asked me she's like she we talked about her exes and she brought up the conversation she's like oh do you like do you still have an ex? i was like no and she's like like you're lying i was like what do you mean <laughs> she's like she's like because like you know how long were you with the, we talked because we talked yeah. and she's like you were with this person for that many years Feelings are always going to be there. It's just, like, the feelings you have for that person are maybe changed. Because memories, yeah, yeah. like, when people say, oh, I got over my ex. Uh-huh. They're lying. <laughs> when you've been with a person for so long, memories are always going to be there. But the feelings behind her would change. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm like, oh, then, like, that, like that's true. Like, uh-huh. you, you are, like, that, like, that is true. <laughs> like, you know, like. It's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you like, <looking at> <laughs> so you can't um, take out a chip and, like, erase the memories and put the chip back in. You know, we're not computers. She's, yeah. And she, she said, she's like. Uh, something I like, she said, she's like, oh, like. You got to accept your past, you know, accept it. Mm -hmm. The good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then keep going. Like, go uh, live your, live the presence with confidence and think about the future without fear. I was like, like, damn. This philosopher. Yeah. It stuck stuck
0: to me. Like, you know, shout out to her. She's probably still listening. Yeah. Second topic that we want to talk about for the rest of the time on is kind of. Being a minority and being in the culture, and kind of making that transition into being more Americanized, America. yeah, and still taking in the culture, but uh, adding I guess a little twist to
2: yeah us. <laughs> it, it is a little weird um, at times, you know. Sometimes I think about like what it would be like to just be fully Caucasian American, yeah, because yeah, you feel I, I I suppose that you feel pretty at home, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Cuz I feel at home, you know. Yeah. But there is always like this level of like disconnect from the people. You know, cuz when I go down to Mexico, you're like, oh yeah, this is like I don't I'm not I wasn't born in Mexico, but I go down to Mexico and I just feel confident. I'm like, all right, everyone looks like <laughs> me more, it speaks my yeah. language. <laughs> Everyone's kind of like it's it feels much more like a community, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, but like growing up uh, being a different be, uh, growing up like with the Mexican culture and all the things that that brings, it, it's it's weird. It, well, like this happens like in elementary. It's kind of weird trying to transition into like a more Americanized culture. You know, oftentimes when I was in, in elementary, I'd get yelled at for speaking Spanish in class. Yeah. You know, my teacher's like, you got to speak English. We're in America, this and that. And uh, it's like, okay, I understand. But it's just weird. You know, you go from a household that all oh, you speak Spanish, you have all these different customs. And yeah. then you transition to something that's completely different you're kind of like in between two, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad because you become a cultured person. Yeah, and, yeah. And at least a lot more cultured than people who don't have that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely a positive, you know, but it's, it's a little weird. However you
0: guys' experience has been. For me, growing up in the Asian culture, Thai and Laos, it's, it's, a, it's very culturing to know that you have to – i don't know i was raised like this so i i didn't really understand more of the just like not having a culture so in my culture you do not wear shoes in the house <laughs> you you take them off straight at the front door and i was always used to that and uh just every time we pass uh, one of our elders we have to kind of uh, crouch crouch down just kind of bow down a little bit and pass them because standing straight up is super disrespectful you can't just can't just walk past them and be like, you know, you got to crouch down and basically bow down and pass them just for um, a sign of respect. And my parents, I guess it was more than not just my parents, but in our culture, we're very giving. So, you know, we see dishes at someone else's house. We do them. We see somebody doesn't have money. We don't ask them. We just spot them. And, you know, just kind of like basic manners yeah. of respect but not everyone has those same morals but um basically I grew up with a bunch of white people and I always felt like I was the one left out cause I'm, I'm not gonna lie when I was younger they would kinda make fun of me they, which I don't like to tell anyone but Bastards. like us, but they'd be like oh you wanna invite the brown kid like they would say that or, I brown food. Yeah, or let's let's pick him to play basketball or this because he's brown. He's probably good. Which kind of hurts, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, elementary yeah. kids are assholes. Yeah, dude, over. <laughs> assholes. All around. <laughs> but yes. you you learn, you grow up, and um, you find people who are like you, and you just vibe with them. And I think culture has to do it. Culture is everything to me. To be honest, I can't have someone who's not cultured because. You know culture comes with respect and respect comes with respecting your parents and your grandparents and you know it, it's like it's if it's woven into you yeah. so you have to keep those traditions alive yeah but at the same time americanize it because some of those cultures you know or some of especially our generation it, it's changing but you know the basic morals i feel like we should always stick together
2: yeah yeah absolutely uh i think uh Honestly, I feel like I vibe with everyone, you know, it's, it's a cool thing to be able to like communicate and have a good time with most people, you know, but there's definitely like some, I don't know why it's just like around certain groups, although I can speak and everything's fine. It's just like this level of like, like I said earlier, like I don't feel fully connected. Yeah. In a sense, you know, but I think that comes because culture is a learned thing and and you have all these customs and code of, you have a code of conduct 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 that comes with your culture so it's easy for people to hang around people who are like them you know and it, just because we all know the customs and we all know how to be around each other and it's i think that's just like the difference and that's why it's kind of like a little uh, i feel like that's kind of like the same reason why we have so much problems like in america socially you know it's because yeah. It's not necessarily that people are racist. I think it's just having a hard time connecting with someone from with, a different... With culture. Yeah. Yeah, with a from different background. From a different culture, just because you don't understand the customs, you know. And uh, I don't know, man. What do you think, Luis? No,
1: I think, like, going back to, like, what Justin said, like, me and Ponce, we grew up in a city that uh, has many ethnicities, and then the main ethnicity is Hispanic. Yeah. And, you know, where Justin grew up, it's a big white... Uh, community and me and Ponce we, we didn't have to do as much as what you did you know because yeah. like whole like you're like the only brown kid out of you know everybody uh, like you I mean with me and Ponce you know we grew up with all kinds of races
2: yeah and i so we're know, all racist everyone was racist <laughs> 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 no I'm not racist Bro, this everybody was racist in elementary. Well, uh, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cuz I uh, I remember
1: uh, one time they were to- <laughs> they were talking uh, it was first grade and we were in uh it was Martin Luther King Day. You know, you're in first grade, you know, you really know who it is. And her she was explaining to us like what he did and everything and then some uh some white kid he gets up he's like oh so that means i wouldn't be able to hang out with him and him and him and he points at me <laughs> one of the polynesian kids <laughs> <laughs> he's like we wouldn't be in the same classroom yeah. right and it's like, yes correct he's like oh man that would have been nice like, oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. i remember this kid he was one of those like quiet kids you like, really say much and i remember we bullied him after class about it
2: yeah we're, knock some sense <laughs> in him yeah <laughs> make him more racist
1: yeah yeah no but no i think uh going back to that like when i go to mexico i have, i feel the same but when i got older i spoke more uh they call it pocho it means like it's like americanized spanish yeah because over there you know like over there when you're from a rancho they have like slang yeah. yeah, like they have like slings like just like here slang here and like they call like the slang and stuff you hear them the and then like when i'd go over there they gave me they gave me crap like ah, oh, like you, you speak so like <laughs> like americanized spanish you know he's like yeah. butcho, that's what they call it it's and, a broken ass spanish huh? yeah <laughs> it's hella broken <laughs> yeah because you hear slang like that ah, must be nice but like it's still, like the same here like you know when they come over here you hear them talk like a really broken english yeah so it's like a
2: Know, two things that we probably sound like dumbasses bro yeah. but it, it's <laughs> not it's not just you guys
0: it's us too you, like you too, so yeah. our generation um we don't speak proper laos or thai like when i'm speaking to one of the homies or one of the cousins we'll say something in english and be like bah, 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 then switch it to laos and then switch it right back to english and it's like makes sense to us because it's like a spanglish yeah it's like a spanglish yeah Thai English, Lao English. Yeah, but um, I could totally see it from um, like so. My parents they only speak to me in Thai and Lao's, so I understand fully blown out Thai and Lao's, and I can speak like 65 percent. But when I respond, it's like half and half, and they'll they'll respond to me now a lot in English just because um they realize it's it's a little bit harder to adapt to. Once you're a little bit older, because your brain doesn't work as smooth as it was, and it doesn't soak in as much information as when you're a little kid, when you just, you know, all the information of like, or I mean, learning a language, is just like boom, 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 boom. It just soaks in, and then when you grow up, it's a little bit more difficult. But yeah, we just speak half and half with even like with my cousins. I can I can see the difference for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, because my first, what my first language was Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, and then I remember in first grade, too, uh, I had to take a ESL reading class. Yeah,
0: yeah bro, we were all in that ESL yeah, or what? <laughs> yeah,
1: first grade, I had to take that uh, ESL reading class. And the funny thing was that uh, I had to get a higher score in reading than yeah. like, uh, the people that weren't in that ESL class. Uh-huh and my reading teacher she's like hey like why is he in this class you know uh, he's doing really good in reading he shouldn't be have to be he doesn't need to be in here Uh my first grade teacher I don't know if she was racist or I don't know what it was (laughs) but she's like no he needs to be in there that's he's like you know maybe it's because English wasn't my first language but you know I I respect that uh, reading teacher because you know since she tried getting me out of it because I didn't mean that she helped me out uh, she helped me with uh, building up my reading like like surpassing like uh, not surpassing but like helping me read at a higher level than i already was oh yeah Yeah. so like you know she's like all right if you're gonna be in this class well i might as well help you you know with actually help just you. exceed yeah like, <laughs> exceed you know and i, and I appreciated that because like throughout like elementary and high school i was
0: always like the top one of the top readers <laughs> yeah you ever take uh was it esl no, i mean were I you ever put in there
2: i didn't because my mom <laughs> my mom beat my ass when i was in kindergarten for not learning how to read Oh. She, 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 there was one time, bro. I was uh, I was reading. I don't know what book it was. I was trying to. It said face. Yeah. And I said, "Uh, fuck." Oh, <laughs> She's shit. like, "It's like no." And she gets close to me. What is it? And I say, "Uh, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> it's like say it right. She's like, "I'm gonna give you one more time." And I was like, "Uh," I was sweating, bro. Sweating bullets. i like. <sighs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, she
2: grabs a fucking pan, bro, she hit me with a pan. My back bro, she fucking hits me. I was like, ugh. Ah! I just like ran out. Yeah. Bro. But she beat my ass probably like no less than twelve times in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did learn how to read pretty well, so the I never ass took beating any. helped. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Mexican, way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Mexican. The Mexican <laughs> way. I got a broom <laughs> broken on me just because I was a running in. I was running in the house, and my mom's a real clean person. She doesn't like that. I was running. I was like, yeah, yeah. She was like, stop. I was like, yeah. She's like, stop I'll tell you one more time. I was like, yeah. She freaking grabbed the broom, bro. Wow this shit broke like snapped in half it was you know, asian broom and i sat there and i looked <laughs> <"That was her."> <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know what to say but yeah um yeah i definitely had more respect for her after that wait what
1: in your culture what did, uh what did your parents beat you with what was uh, their weapon of choice
0: weapon of choice yeah the asian broom the asian, asian broom? broom for sure it's the one it looks like a uh, a hay- It looks like a haystack Kind of like on the On the ends of it Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Still make those things? Yeah, yeah bro That's <laughs> <laughs> that, Yeah they do it It's just to beat the kids <laughs> It's not for selling Just <laughs> to beat the kids <laughs> Beat the kids Whatever you know The chanclas but That's yeah. what my mom Using me with the freaking um, The chanclas Chunklas. Uh Slippers Oh damn! Yeah, bro.
2: which ones? Was a sturdy one or was it like a flimsy it's one? It's the yeah. flimsy one, so it hurts
0: more, like the rubber one.
2: Oh uh, really? Yeah, that would hurt less. That shit hurt, she less, hurt
1: me. Yeah, bro, Those hurt less. Yeah. You, you got a strong mom then. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I with that
1: chunk lad, I, I pretended it hurt so she'd stop, but in reality, it didn't hurt. I was like ah, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking no! Nah, they got me with the belt, bro. <laughs> with the belt? Yeah,
0: yeah, all the time. My mom, <laughs> bro. my, my with, she, she enjoyed beating my ass, bro. Yeah, she got a kick out of it or something. Bro, I, I went to my uh, my my best friend's house when I was younger, and and I love this kid to death still. But um, <laughs> when I first walked into his house, and I've never actually been around like a family when I was younger, like just straight up American, like super American. They wear like shoes in the house. I asked him right when I walked in, I was like, "Hey, do I need to take off my shoes?" He's like, "For what, man?" He's like, "I was like." <laughs> what do you mean you know <laughs> but uh, i walked in and his mom was like saying something to him like to go do this and he was like i'll do it later i have company over i said damn bro you must to get hit i said that in my head but no he didn't get hit his mom was like okay i damn. believe you i said dude if i said that shit, my mom slapped me so hard that i would have been a part of his family <laughs> like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah dude, it's. I, have you guys had any um, experiences <laughs> where you guys are like at a person's house who's not really, I guess, culture-based, and it just kind of shocks you?
2: First uh, uh, sleeper I was at was at this kid named Anthony's house in sixth grade.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And um, it was just a trip, bro. He had his own room. I was like, oh, shit. they don't. <laughs> I got a bunk bed in my room. <laughs> and it was cool. He just had all these cool-ass things going on. He took Their parents took us to the movies, took us to Hoco. And I was like, damn, my parents don't even freaking take me out to the park. <laughs> yeah, good, bro. So, yeah, man, it's cool. I mean, they have, there's a lot of cool aspects. to I'm not saying there's all white people either. You know it's it's not all white but, people. Uh, it's just but, uh, uncultured. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. It was fun. I thought they had it good. They had it really good, at least for me. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah, damn, you know. But it's not bad, you know, growing up, cult- growing up in a different culture. I just think it takes a little while to, like, uh, get used to the surroundings around you, you know. I was talking to this girl recently um, from Chicago, and she's she was like, I think she was like Hispanic and black. And she's yeah. like, uh, and she'd flown in, and she's like, it's like, man, like, I don't know how you guys do it out here. I'm like, why? She's like, I have to be in a place where there is at least 75% diversity. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, okay. She's like, yeah, that just feel weird. I'm like, oh. So.
1: Going back to uh, <laughs> bring you into this yeah you know you're eating a piece of bread oh yeah yeah well in our culture well mexican, mexican culture it's like a cu- culture like folktale yeah it's like a kind of like a saying i guess you could have yeah. like something like uh so every time you get scared it's like uh-huh. oh like eat a piece of bread yeah that way you won't get sick yeah Did your mom say something like that
2: yeah she said something about sugar like have some sugar after you get scared or else your ass is gonna get diabetes yeah it's not or like don't that, drink man. water yeah, that After too. you get scared. Or, you get sick uh, or something like that. Yeah, man. Or, she says something about, um, stay indoors whenever there's, uh, an eclipse. Uh, like when the fucking moon eclipses the sun. Yeah. I was like, what? Why? That's what I said. I was like, why? <laughs> She's like, um, something about bad spirits coming out. She's like, they'll fuck you up or whatever. Yeah. She's like, there's a lot of weird shit. I'm like, uh.
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from, from, uh, from my point of view, uh, our like con- our culture, folktales, or not even folk tales—it's just our culture stuff. Like I said, I can't have my bed by the door. If I have my bed by the door, they'll pull your ass. I it I guess it invites bad spirits, bro. I was moving uh my um, I was moving my grandma's bed for her, and bro, my grandma's like eighty nine years old, bro. Like, and she's super Americanized because uh, uh, my grandpa was white, he's yeah. American, and. Uh, <laughs> I was setting up my grandma's bed because she lives with me and i just put it you know facing the door and she was like hey change it the other way and i was like for what she was like you know it brings bad spirits in and i was like what like dude she, she still believes in that and really i'm the one that should be believing in that but <laughs> she was like yeah you know this like we don't do that stuff and we need to make sure that our bed is like the same way as like the sunrise and stuff and i was i was like what, the, what okay and like um like i said we all have uh, these 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 things that our parents tell us and um we kind of we, we listen to it we adopt it yeah and we kind of share it with our friends or you know with our future um families and stuff and i, I just feel like those are something i want to die with and i want to keep passing on
2: yeah yeah it's just like, you know they're gonna be lost bro within like two generations i hope
0: my parents are pretty yeah. steady though with a bunch of stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> we're well,
1: first generation you gotta take that yeah.
0: Account, too. oh yeah yeah i'm
2: pretty yeah, sure yeah, every first gen mm-hmm. the fucking country's just gonna like it's just gonna be like this huge uh melting
0: pot mm-hmm. and everything's just gonna be one big
1: uncultured
0: <laughs> or multicultured. i don't know man <sighs> fetch we about run out of time but uh you know, what we really wanted to specifically get to with these topics is you know, definitely the last one is about culture. And it's not to bash on anyone's culture or if you're not cultured, you know, we love everyone. But the thing is, we we're just kind of giving you a little taste of our point of view of kind of why it's so difficult for us to, you know, come out of our comfort zone and trying to live in a world where it's some some of us not cultured and some of us is just so we can you know vibe all together you know yeah I don't, <laughs> that's that's what i was trying to get at oh swa. yeah but before we out of here um we want to let you guys know in these next two weeks we are doing some collabs and it's going to be a real good one for you first one we're going to be doing is with uh the t-talk boys and that episode will be dropping next week Hopefully on Wednesday, <laughs> but after that we got a young bully. His name is Gary, and he's uh, a barber out here in West Valley. That one day to one, yeah. And he's a he's a young young entrepreneur, 21. Got his own shop. He's been cutting ever since he was uh, in junior high, and uh, he's been blowing up. And he's been blowing up. He's been doing seminars and everything. So you're gonna want to tune in to those ones because we're gonna talk about young entrepreneurs doing their thing and freaking. Smacking their wings. <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. but uh, a- a- anyways, <laughs> is there anything you guys want to say before we head out?
2: Uh you, know, uh, you guys stay tuned for next episode and please give us enough views. We're trying to get Lana Rose in here. You know, what I'm saying casting couch episode. Rod Wave. <laughs>
0: Oh, hell no. <laughs> I said that way too fast. I didn't even catch what you said. <laughs> oh, nah, like, nah, what? No, 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 First it was a smacking
1: wing, and now it's right away on the casting cash. <laughs> hey, like, hey, just, just you nah, want nah, hey,
0: no, hey, hey, to so <laughs> tell our viewers something? Nah. <laughs>
1: anyway. <laughs> this
0: is it for this episode, and we you are heard it. Our our first baby on <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs>